0: hello and welcome to the auto remarketing podcast i'm your host joe overby with auto remarketing and we are recording this here at nada show 2023 in dallas texas and joining me today are patrick olson and paul nigerian of carfax guys thank you all so much uh for for joining the show and and uh, having me to your booth
1: thank you Yeah, Thanks for having us
0: we'll start kind of high level here what's what's on the on your radar here in early 2023 and What's at the top
1: of your to-do list at at Carfax? Well, I mean, always at the top of our to-do list is helping consumers. Mm -hmm. So that's our primary focus, is to build great products and solutions for consumers. Obviously the Carfax Report is where we started. Uh, We now have uh, used car listings for consumers, which is an incredible product, the best product in the market. And now we have a new product called Carfax Car Care to help consumers with the ownership of their car. And so with Carfax Car Care, I think we announced yep. at the show here that we're now at 30 million users of Carfax Car Care.
0: So how, how, does, um, how does that process work? What's kind of the, What sort of information are you providing consumers through that?
1: Yeah, so think of it as a holistic dashboard. With everything you need to know as a car owner. Mm-hmm. And you get it every month. So, you know, thinking about the care and maintenance of your car and when your registration's due and all these things, it's not something someone should think about every week or every month. But we think about it. Our system thinks about it every day, every hour, every minute. And so we put together a holistic dashboard called a Carfax Car Care Dashboard, and we send that every month. There's also a mobile app people download where the dashboard is live. And so many people download the mobile app, they have the live dashboard, they have the cars in their garage, and They see things like, when's the next oil change due? When's my tire rotation due? Do I have a major service due? Do I have a recall? Registration due? Emissions test due? What's the value of my car right now? So everything's right there for them and uh, it gives them a countdown. You know, you have 10 months left on this, five months left on that. So that is really uh, the main engagement of the product itself. And If someone has anything due, And then we have a directory of dealers and aftermarket shops with ratings and reviews in there so you can choose who to go to. And the reviews all have comments so you can read all the reviews and make your choice.
0: Well uh, speaking of reviews, you guys are releasing your top rated dealers. What what did you find, even if anecdotally, there you go, there's the the Car Fox. What are some common qualities among those top-rated dealers?
1: I I think the most common quality is that the dealers really care, and um, and so the way our program works for ratings and reviews is 100% of the reviews are verified. And what does that mean? That means that we uh, see that someone went to the dealership to get service work done because we partner with dealer on the service side, so we see that that vehicle went to the dealership and then we see that that vehicle has a car care account, the 30 million users, and we invite them to write a review. So it's only verified purchase reviews. And we're inviting so many people to write reviews, it truly is an accurate picture of how the dealer is performing in the market when it comes to serving consumers. Versus on Google, like, you and I could go write a Google review for a dealer right now, and they're not gonna verify anything, right? So our reviews are very accurate, they're very high volume. We're only number two to Google in volume right now, total reviews, more than Facebook, more than Yelp. And as a result, we just see in the comments, because you can read the comments, every review requires a comment as well. You can't just get a star rating and walk away, so you have to comment. And in the comments, you really see that the dealers care about these consumers. Uh, especially if a consumer has a bad experience, there there's a response and uh, a lot of dealers will actually put in a response to respond to the consumer. A lot of them say, no, "Please, please call me so we can work with you on this situation.
0: What are some of the most important trends you guys think dealers should be watching this year, specifically in the space that, that Carfax covers?
1: Well, I, I think a really important trend is loyalty. And I think when you take a look at dealerships and you say, Who are the most successful dealers and why? And first, let's define success. Success is not only size of your dealership, but what your customers think of you, as well as your profitability as a dealership. Mm -hmm. So when you take a look at those factors, the dealers that have the most success when it comes to size, customers, and profitability are the ones that have very high loyalty, right? We believe that customer loyalty is the key to a dealership uh, sustaining itself and being very successful for a long time. And so that's why we built uh, the program Carfax for Life, which is based on car care. It's based on the ownership program. And so a dealer can take that ownership tool that we have called Carfax Car Care, and they can offer a co-branded version to their own customers. And as those customers adopt Carfax Car Care, then we're always referring them back to the dealer. And it's a great tool to help drive loyalty uh, back to that same dealership. It also drives their reputation because they're going to get a lot more reviews. So we have dealers that have upwards of 10 20000 customers who are favorited them within Carfax Car Care. And those customers come back more often and do more work on their car at the dealership. Yeah, I was going to say I,
0: I would imagine that that Carfax car care program and loyalty kind of go hand in hand. I mean, because, you know, you may buy a car every six years, but you're going to take the car in for service a whole heck of a lot more than that. But.
2: It's kind of a virtuous circle, right? That yeah. The more you're engaged with understanding what your car needs, the more you're willing to go to the dealer and get that done. And, you know, if things go well, they come back and you know, they may be a repeat customer. The, the other trend I think this year is pricing volatility for dealers, you know people don't know where used car prices are going. I would say for them, making sure that they have the vehicle history report. It's always important, but it may be more important now to make sure they're getting the right vehicle at the right price while they're still trying to figure out what's the right inventory to have.
0: And you guys are, Carfax is releasing some new accident insights this week. What were some of the trends and findings that stood out to you in that? So this
2: morning we put out a press release about states that have the highest percentage of cars with accident damage. So we looked at registered vehicles in all 50 states and uh, surprisingly the top eight of the top 10 states were in the south. So places like Georgia, Mississippi, Florida, Alabama uh, were in the top 10, but so is also Rhode Island and New Jersey. So I think it's a mixture of places where cars last long, right? So those first states I mentioned don't get a lot of snow. They're not yeah. getting a lot of salt on the road, right? So those cars... The average age of a car now is more than 12 years. So I think in those places, those cars tend to last longer, and the longer you're on the road, you know, the higher your chance of getting an accident. Rhode Island, New Jersey are a little different, but they're very congested, right? Yeah. So I think there's a, a thousand ways to split that data, but it's a, it's a pretty interesting list. On the flip side the states with the fewest were places like Oregon, California, Montana. Montana didn't really surprise me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, just just a whole different kind of place. So. I think there's all sorts of socio-economic factors at play there, but I think in large part, in a lot of those warmer states, those cars are in places where they last a long
0: time. They're not going to rust out, and, and you're seeing the whole history. That's interesting. I, I would not have, I would not maybe have guessed that the South would have the the, the most vehicle uh, vehicles with accident history. Yes. Yeah, I
1: mean Montana doesn't. It's a doesn't have a speed limit. No. Right? Right. 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 That's the place, right? Yeah. No, but right. I guess when you're driving in a straight line fast, it's it's probably you're, you're okay. pretty safe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe they have the most, like, moose accidents.
1: <laughs> you mentioned moose accidents. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually a line item on the Carpax oh, wow. report. So if if it says, uh, if we get data that says um, that someone hit a moose, uh-huh. that, that actually goes on the road Wow. There. Well, uh, <laughs> knock on wood, I, I, I actually had a... Uh,
0: my car was totaled a a few years ago by a by a deer oh yeah it was uh i've hit a deer myself yeah and it was just kind of they have no fear just run out in front of the car and oh yeah not much my my wife actually hit a bear once (gasps) wow Uh, yeah and it it uh i think it did more more damage to the car than it did the bear yeah those things are pretty huge (laughs) before i let you go here guys I've asked I've asked a couple of people this question: How the increased volume in electric vehicles impacts your specific space? How is, you know, particularly the vehicle history side? What are what are some ways you guys have? How number one, how has it impacted the vehicle history space? And what are some ways that you guys are partnering in the electric vehicle
1: space? Yeah, so I mean, electric vehicles still get in accidents. Right. There's no doubt about that, yeah. right? <laughs> They're not immune to accidents. Right. So, I mean, that really is at the epicenter of the report, is, you know, has there been damage done? The other thing is that electric vehicles, you know, they have tires that wear, they have brakes that wear, so there's still wear items and maintenance items that it's good to know, like, yeah. like where the brakes change and where the tires changed, and so forth. So, a, a lot of it is there. You know, what's not there is the oil change. Right. But we have uh, started to work with uh, many different uh, parties in the industry in order to collect uh, battery health. Yep. So that's um, something that we're taking a look at this year and understanding better. And I think it's something where we can be, again, helpful to consumers. So um, we're always looking at what can we do to help consumers. And I think that, that could be a helpful item to understand the health of the battery. So that's something we doing.
0: Patrick, Paul, thank you all so much for joining us on the uh, podcast today. And uh, I appreciate, uh, appreciate the time and, and the helpful insights. Thank you, Joe, for having Thanks, us. Joe. Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the Auto Remarketing Podcast. Stay tuned for more from NADA Show 2020.